When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a global original podcast. Welcome to the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to our Welcome. podcast. <laughs> All right. We, we are really pleased you're here to listen. I genuinely am not <laughs> reading that. I actually am not reading that. I went into autopilot. You right? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. How are you? Uh, are you bricking it a bit? Uh, no. Are you sure? <laughs> There's a reason that Al might be bricking it. Actually, to be fair... You you're quite good at standing up in front of people and and talking and stuff like that because you do a lot of that sort of stuff anyway. Yeah, and I'm actually pitching to TED Talks at the moment. Are you really? Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm seeing TED Talks. And for well, those that don't know, TED TED is like this massive uh, organization, worldwide organization that, that, that delivers seminars and talks on a whole host of issues. Amazing that talks. Face like, yeah, I mean, they have like Bill Gates yeah. kind of mm. people doing these talks, but they also do a lot of regional, local TED Talks or TEDx, I think it's called, uh, sessions. So you can get one of them in Brighton, there's two them in London, they're like more localised. But you can basically, you can pitch to deliver what you want to deliver. So do you want to hear what my, my session's going to be on? Um, yeah. If they take it. We're digressing here, but this is... This there is a reason we're talking about talking yeah. in public and we'll come to that in a second trust me this is this is what we worked on with my brother uh, so the, the the talk is called dad 3.0 the mindful man the mindful manly father of the future yeah do you want a synopsis yeah fatherhood in the 21st century is undergoing a radical change driven by the increasing awareness of the mental health of dads Join us as we hear real stories from real dads and explore the the dawning rise of Dad 3.0, the father of the future. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds like it's some sort of like Terminator movie. Does, doesn't it? I'm, I'm, I'm ramping up. You, you, if you're going to come to that, if you read that and you're going to come, you're going to be disappointed. I can hear the music behind that as well. Because <laughs> right there, that's the best bit. Hans Zimmer's done the score for that. <laughs> I can hear it. Anyway, what, what, what we are doing... So the reason that we're asking this, yes, is because... I, now, I'm gutted because I actually can't... I can't make this. We're, we're going out on a live recording session, aren't we? Yeah! I say we, I can't make it. So... If I'm not there, who's going to take my place if we take Don't Tell Your Mum the podcast on tour? I'm just taking a cardboard cutout. No, you're not. Yeah, to, to throw darts at. Because <laughs> I couldn't make it because I'm I'm actually, I'm, I'll tell you where I am. I'm in Alton Towers. <laughs> I'm actually away oh, at Alton mate. Towers. But this has been arranged for oh, months and whatever, months and months. Whatever. And basically, uh, my wife's friends are coming from different parts of the country and that's why we chose... Staffordshire or wherever it is it's central to where yeah. everyone is so this has been in the diary for a long time ah oh, well we might my agent you. hates me for it our agent he's like oh he's always and to be fair I am usually always busy yeah. but he's like oh out of all the times you where can't I move it. heaven and earth to make things happen you do but uh, yeah we're doing a live recording of the show at The Baby Show in London it's this weekend coming it's on the Sunday I think it's a one fifteen, and uh, in your stead I'll be presenting, but we've created a panel of dads, the first of which is Mario Falcone. Obviously, I am replaceable, <laughs> as we can tell. Yeah. 
pretty now, easy. For, the, for those who don't know who he is, he's uh, Mario from Towie, uh, but he's now a stay-at-home dad, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and he probably won't like the association or being in the shadow of, but he's also Giovanni Fletcher's um, brother yep. who has the happy bum, happy bum, <laughs> the happy bum, happy baby. Hello, I think Al likes you there, Mario. <laughs> happy mum, happy baby podcast. I think he's got a happy bum. Um, so yeah, he's going to be joining us, which is really cool. I'd love to, you know, from a stay-at-home dad point of view and obviously he's got a wealth of experience elsewhere as well. So yeah, yeah that's going to be cool. We've also got Ben Anderson who is an Insta dad from... Uh, Diary of the Dad. I forgot that then. From Diary of the Dad on Instagram. Um, he's great. He's going to be joining us. Yep. And lastly, we've got Rich from Two Dads in London on Instagram as well. So he's kind of, he's a gay dad. Yep. Uh, adopt, he adopted their children. Um, and he's great fun. So we've got a really cool lineup. And uh, we're going to be talking about all things dad. Live. I mean, that is, that's going to be a phenomenal episode. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that I'm not going to be speaking very much. Well, I think, you know, you, you have to have your anchor chairing role. <laughs> that's what you need to do. It sounds really good. And that's going to happen on, which episode will that go out on then? I don't know, actually. We might throw it out as a bonus episode. Oh. But you can actually, if you want to come to the live recording, you can actually come to the show. So you can come. It's at one fifteen on Sunday the 20th. And we've got a discount code for tickets. So you can get a ticket for, don't quote me on this, but I think about £12.50. Okay, check that though. Yeah. That's but you good. can also get access to the rest of the show. Amazing. Not, but yeah, you can come and watch. And well, heckle and throw um, stuff. I've, I don't think I've ever been. My wife went and she said it's, it's phenomenal. It's it fantastic. Huge. Yeah, it's huge. It's, yeah, that's the first yeah. thing. It's huge. And if, you, if you're having a baby or expecting a baby, that is the place to go. Yeah. N- number one, any product that you really need and more are there so you can have a really good look at everything you can either scout out prices and then kind of go away and put your list together but you can actually get hands on with the products which is really useful you can probably win stuff as well you can win stuff but also like the prices like a lot of people will do show prices ah so you can kind of go oh, oh well, and they'll say All right well today only we're doing 10 percent yeah, if you're a new parent and you're you're you know literally about to start out on that whole baby yeah. journey, it's expensive. We'll tell you that now. Yeah, and it doesn't yeah. stop. But it's expensive because there's a lot of stuff that you're told you need, you don't actually. That you need. don't actually need, yeah, yeah. Which I think we might have covered on a previous episode, haven't we? Yeah, the frustrations. Pretty certain. I'd be a thousand pounds better off, probably. Well, that's going to be good. I'm going to. In fact, I will listen to that as an actual podcast as listener. A listener. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Sit back. Well, I'll take the listen. Just my pants and my hand down there, and Whoa! just have a listen. No, I'm not doing anything. It's just comfortable, isn't it? It's my voice. It's nice and warm. (laughs) It's my voice. Should we start a confession then? No, we need to tell you exactly what's happening on today's show. So first up, we're going to have a confession. Yes. Uh, Then later on, we're going to be talking about how to teach good eating habits and healthy routines to your children. Mm. They might be picky eaters. You might be trying to encourage a diet. You might be getting them to brush their teeth or exercising or washing or sleeping, whatever it is. We're going to be talking about it later on today. Can we now do the the confession? I can't speak. Am I excited about it? Can we now do the confession? Yes, Jay. Yes, Jay. We can. Here we go. Here is the confessional. Is it the confession or the confessional? I think they both work. Your sex pest voice, however, though, still needs more work. Does it? Yeah. Well, that's a good thing, that I don't have a sex pest voice. No, I'm trying to say making it less sex pest. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I misread that situation. <laughs> Uh, if you just bear in mind that if you want to send in a confession, uh, you can do that at dadsnet.com. Uh, there's a little tab, Dad Podcast, and a form, fill it out, send it in, and we love reading them. We've actually had loads in recently, and uh, mm. they are they are a hoot. So we're going to be uh, getting some of those in the next episodes coming up. Right here we go. 
Did you just pull your sleeves up then, ready to do it? Yes, I did. <laughs> I take my work Da-da-na-na. very seriously. <laughs> you, maybe you need to pull your sleeves up. Maybe I do. Dear Al and JK, I recently sold a camera on eBay. Uh-oh. <laughs> the buyer asked me to include an SD card and I had one lying around, so I chucked it into the camera before I sent it off. I think I know where this is no, going. I've got a good idea. <laughs> Turns out the SD card had our... Oh, it's not actually real, is it? Oh, you dirty, I, dirty no, I did swine. Think that. I, did think I that. didn't think that. I no. thought family photos. You were thinking porn. You were thinking no, a home no, no, video. No, no. I, wasn't, I wasn't thinking you that. You were. No, not you that were thinking that John, who's kindly done a confessional for us, had, had done a, a home porno and thrown that SD no, card into I the camera didn't... that he sold on eBay. That's what you were thinking. Filth. Absolute filth. You need to get some at home. Are you done? Yeah. I get... Plenty of <laughs> Are you done? I'm spent. <laughs> Wait, that's not going in. <laughs> Hang on. Sorry. Um, no, I wasn't going to say that. I was. Just, I just thought it might be like, it might be photos that his wife might not want him to... You are disgusting. <laughs> We're in a confined space. I've been holding, I've been holding that for... The confessional is very small. <laughs> Flipping heck. Right. Turns out... The SD card had our wedding video, wedding photos, and a load of photos of our son's christening and first birthday party on it. The wife had been storing loads of important stuff on there, and I didn't realise or check. I've tried contacting the guy to ask for a copy of the SD card contents, even offered a full refund if he sends the card all the contents, but no reply after a month. I have to assume that it's gone. So, I'm a dick for not checking and gutted about losing the photos, but more importantly, my wife is livid. It would be nice if someone could forgive me, John. John, I can't can't forgive. Because if you're into your tech, you know the rules. You know the backup rules. And the backup rules is, it's a rule of three. First backup is a backup to your computer, to your hard drive, whatever it is. Your second backup is to the cloud so that Apple can give papers your photos. (laughs) So the cloud is the second one, yeah? The third is an off-site backup. I'm sorry about this, John. And that's the three rules of backing up. But you started that saying, if you are into your tech. Firstly, I'm into my tech. I don't back up in three places. Well, take this as a lesson. Yeah. The rule, the rule, three backups. Computer backup, your computer. Cloud backup. And a backup which is somewhere else. So maybe my backup could be at your house and your backup could be at my house. My back is never going to be up at your house. Well, you say that <laughs> after you've had a few and you've lost your strength. Um, oh, I mean... All right, let's do... Okay, Let maybe the three one is a bit too much. Let's do the two backup then. So a backup to your computer, yeah. your hard drive and a cloud backup. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, if you've got all that stuff on an SD card, he should just... He should have some First point have taken it off the SD. Get cards. it off. Like, yeah, I, I'm on board with that. But are you into your you're into your photos? As I in like memory. Of, yeah, no, I take lots of photos. I still don't think we're doing it right. I still we I think we need to go back to doing the photo books. Because and I'll tell you why. Um we so I I said this last week, we sadly lost my wife's uh, nan, uh, great nanny to the kids. And one of Charlie's brothers has been making photo albums and they're wonderful. Mm. They're beautiful. They're really well done. They're not that expensive. You can actually pick up free ones nowadays and all you do is pay for the actual delivery. And this is the way to go because it's also a moment. So I I watched Charlie, my wife, um, my son, Noah, and I think it was Charlie's mum. 
and I watched them flick through an album and it probably took about 10 minutes to think about memories and talking about stuff and doing that. Yes, you can do that on a laptop, but I don't know. I just think if it's if it's just a book and it's just photos and it's just memories, that's all you're focused on. If you're on a laptop, there's a hard drive there. Oh, I've got a notification there. I've got this, I've got that. And I think that's how we're going to go. We're going to go just back to the photo book. And like I said, you can get them cheap nowadays. There's always offers on them. Yeah. And I think that's what we should do. I agree with that. Mm. Very much so. I knew you would. But we... Jen, Jen loves a photo. Like, she really loves a photo. And so there are occasions where we're in the moment and then she interrupts the moment and says, I need a photo. What are you talking about? You take, are, you, are you taking photos of you two having sex or something? Well, she's in, in the moment. moment. No, she's in a moment. Oh, crikey. Well, like, with the kids. You're usually like... You're, you're, sorry. No. One time. <laughs> <laughs> in band camp. In band camp. No, uh, no. But what I mean is like, and then I'm thinking, well, hang on a minute. You've just, that mo- that moment with the kids, whatever's happening, has now been interrupted and partially ruined because I needed to take a photo. I'm with Jen on this. I don't care about that. What? Because that moment is the moment that you'll look back on and go, that was such a lovely moment. Yes, in my head. That was such a lovely memory. Yeah, exactly. So what's wrong with that? Because I'm one of these that I'm literally will be filming everything. And then that I, people like you that say yeah, you're you... not in the moment. No, fuck off. I'm in the moment because I'm capturing this moment. Mm, no. So we can look back you're and not. go, didn't we have a lovely time? You're, when checking, we, you're checking the aperture. When we went to the That's Isle of Wight. You're not in the moment. Other good thing at the moment as well is that um, I love live photos. Because yeah. that's another thing that we discovered. So we were looking through pictures of, of Charlie's nan. Not in the album. And no, not, but just like this. And then you press them, of course, and it's a little mini video. Yeah. So I do like live photos on yeah. phones and stuff as well. Yeah. Would you, if, if you go away anywhere, would you ever think we're going to go out and we're just going to enjoy being together? We're not going to have any photos. We're just going to enjoy being together. I think I always have that thought before we go, but there might, there might be a moment where it is a nice photo or, you know, my, my daughter might actually look amazingly wonderful without any spaghetti bolognese around yeah. her face. So I might go for that picture there and then. No, I don't worry about that. I think I think you've got to be... Surely you know when you should be putting your phone down. That's what I think. Yes, but do you think that the culture of Instagram is now making us chase a picture of a moment rather You're than You're the one the that moment. needs to talk about that, not me. Because I don't use Instagram that much. I actually, gen- contrary to belief, I don't use social media that much. Hence why I get a bollocking <laughs> not for, not, for, for not promoting we this all podcast know. enough. Um, <laughs> we all know if we want you, we have to send a telegram. <laughs> which is pretty true. <laughs> but I am actually a believer that social media is ruining us a bit. Uh, yeah. Well, I, mean, I get its yes. benefits. I genuinely do. And that's why I still use it to, to try and, you know, get this out there or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But... No, I would prefer to be, like you say, stopping the moment by taking a picture or a video and editing that video for my personal, you know, enjoyment and for the kids to look back on mm. instead of just uploading something where, oh, look, oh, look, I'm at the zoo. Let me just take a picture of me yeah. and a giraffe and I'll upload that to Instagram because yeah. I feel that's what I've got to do for Instagram. We no. Do, we do watch some of our old YouTube videos a lot. Yeah. And we really like watching them. It's really, well, it's really lovely. Exactly, and that's why we used to vlog. Yeah. That was the main reason we vlogged. Yeah. Was not just because at the time we probably were being paid to vlog. Yeah. But I like the vlogging side of it because we've got beautifully memories. edited, gorgeous, yeah. but color graded memories. I'll give you the. <laughs> that's no, why I, no one can. I'm into my videoing. Yeah. But but what like um, Facebook have just put out this new thing called Portal. Have you seen it? 
No. It's basically like Skype, but it's its own hardware okay. version of Skype. Right. So it's not browser-based or app-based. It's its own. You clip it on top of the monitor, and it's, it's supposed to be like widescreen, so you can get all the family and stuff. And there's this nice advert, and they're sort of, you know, Skyping grandma... Not Skyping grandma. Portaling grandma and yeah. granddad, and who might live a few hundred miles away and stuff. And I just feel like there's obviously some times when that's, that's great, really nice. But is that also taking away from, hey, should we arrange to go and see grandma and grandpa this weekend and go and stay down there and have some really nice time? Or should we just portal them? Do you see what I mean? Like, is social media and the... Like, are we taking that away? Like, instead of saying, instead of saying, should we just have a really nice picnic? Yeah. It's almost like we're saying, should we go and have a really nice picnic so we can take a photo of the really nice picnic and then look back on that photo of the really nice picnic no, but, to but, have a nice memory? When in actual is... reality, you're thinking, but we didn't actually have a nice picnic because all we were doing was trying to take a freaking photo. No, I don't think about that. And also, you, you're a grown-up guy. <laughs> Well, you know that yes, that it'd be nice to debate to portal Skype, FaceTime, Nan, but you're also not stupid. If you could right now, you'd be there instead. You know, that's just that's just I technology just, carrying that's technology like, moving on. That's sometimes all that we're going to be soon. We're going to all be having Christmas, right? And instead of having a sit around a Christmas dinner, we're all going to be having our own individual Christmas dinners with a screen in front of us that loops us all together. So we're all sat around the same table. That's a great idea, that. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Christmas time. Just yeah. take the face out. <laughs> yeah. Well, mate. Christmas yeah. dinner together, okay, not together. Actually, okay, no, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you where that would be good. You know that how the wonderful thing you do at Christmas where you try and get around to as many people that can't spend time with anyone at Christmas or they're in a care home yeah. or whatever. That could actually work for that. Yeah. Well, you could. You know what I mean? You could actually be sat, you know... Somewhere in, but online, an online forum, and joined by other people eating their Christmas yeah. lunch at that time, and you but could just all get together. Yeah, but, but let, well, let's say that I don't know if it was, let's say, back in the day, my granddad he couldn't walk very far, so he, he wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, yes, that's true. So, <laughs> what I'm saying to John, to say, Hi John, to we're his, still here, to say to his wife, is say to her the nicest possible way. Forget about the video. All the memories I need are imprinted on my heart forever. Okay. If you said that to Jen, your wife, after you sold a camera on eBay, which has got your wedding day on it, and also christening, and was there a birth there? Wedding video, first wedding photos, party. first birthday party. Um, and he says storing loads of other important stuff on there. What would Jen say to you if you said to her, but babe... You've still got those memories, haven't you? We've still got those memories. Yeah. What would she say? What would she say? Yeah. Give me she, the clean version. She'd punch me square in the mouth. She would literally <laughs> do that. She would. Yeah, but... You would. You, you, you would. John might have a different type of wife. <laughs> Less angry in those moments. John, I can't forgive. I, I don't know about Al. I, I, I think it's an honest mistake. I think it's fair that it's this is even. I think you should I think you're right. But I can't because of the way I am. I can't. Here's what he should do. It's an honest mistake. He should renew their vows, get a videographer to do it properly. Bosh, she will be putty in his hands after that. A confession with a solution. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do here. Hey, we're ramping these up a bit, yeah. aren't we? This is it. There you go, John. And if you need a solution to your confession, <laughs> then send it in at dadsnet.com. <laughs>
<laughs> Go on there, find the confession page. If you if you need to seek forgiveness, if you want our advice um, regarding anything, no matter how harsh or nice we are, then yes, dadsnet.com slash confessions. It's there for you. The confession was given its decision for this week's Bad Dad. But next up, we're going to be talking about how to teach good eating habits, healthy routines to your children. We're going to talk about sleep a little bit, washing, exercising, cleaning your teeth, fussy eating. Um, we're going to touch on all of those things a little bit later on. I'm here in the studio with a brilliant comedian, musician, actor, and all round good egg. It's Mr. Bill Bailey. Hello. Hello. Hey. How are you? Oh, very well. Good. Yeah. Good. So, as we've discussed a little bit before, this is a podcast all about fatherhood. Yes. Generally speaking, we moan about our offspring um, and the pitfalls of parenting, but mm. we do share some of the good stuff as well. That's right. But before we get into that, uh, I know you've got a new season of um, of in sorry, <laughs> sorry in the long run. In the long run, that's the one. <laughs> right. Do you know what? Yeah. I, I want to. I want to call it the longest yard. I don't know why I want to say that. Well, because there's something else. It is something else. But in the long <laughs> that's run, that's a different thing. Brand new season. That's why I wanted to call it that. I've been binge watching it. Oh, and um, and I'm excited for season two. Yeah. So um, for those of our listeners who haven't uh, had the pleasure of watching, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Well, this is a uh, um, a comedy drama that uh, is inspired by uh, Idris Elba's childhood. And uh, this is created by stars Idris Elba, um, and uh, who I star alongside, which is a great thrill, obviously, and a great uh, privilege because he's he's a he's a legend. Yeah. He's a ledge. Um, but um, he the, um, the the story came about because his family, his uh, his mum and dad, they moved from Sierra Leone uh, in the seventies, and then they uh, moved to the East End of London, and we see. Uh, we pick up the story when uh, Idris, or played by, um, uh, you know, he's a, the kid in the show. So he's the, the son of the parents. So okay. uh, the kid, uh, the character plays is called Cobner. And that's the Idris character. And his mum and dad grew up there, and he grew up in the East End. And it's very much uh, sort of really uh, the story of his um, childhood there. And uh, the friends, the family, the kind of you know the the sort of the the, the trials of growing up, um, not only just as a as a teenager, but yeah. just sort of growing up, having this you know this this dual kind of um, sort of life in a way. You know, he's his his parents are from Sierra Leone. Is that all the relatives? Um, very much rooted in in uh, in Africa. So you know the. The, the 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 parents generate the, the next generation the grandparents are all still in Africa. Yeah. There's all these extended families of uncles and aunts and friends and relatives who are not just from Sierra Leone, from other countries, Nigeria and Ghana and so on. So you hear all these wonderful accents and dialects and different sounds and you know it's it's a it's you know a fantastic sort of mix of um, of music and the different cultures. And so he grew up in that. Um, so it's like you know, partly it, it, he's connected to his the, the culture there, but also yeah. he's a he's a London kid. He's grown up in the East End, yeah, in the eighties. So there's so you know it's a it's and I, I play the character Bagpipes, who is um, the next door neighbour of uh, 
what would be Edris's father, who's played yeah. by, uh, who's called Walter, but that's who Edris plays in the show. Yeah. So he's playing his own father, which was a bit of a surreal thing. That is strange. It was. So um, anyway, so it's it's fun and very warm, and it's uh, it's got this fantastic soundtrack of the eighties music, and it's about the kind of the different families, different cultures growing up together on a, an East London estate. Yeah, I must say the soundtrack is incredibly good. Yeah, as a as a kind of eighties rocker. Bon Jovi, Def Leppard. There's all sorts of things going on. Yeah, yeah. There's you know there's there's actually a, a good sprinkling of African music as well, mm. which is gives it a fantastic sort of other dimension yeah. to it. You know, so uh, were you able to kind of influence a little bit of that? Obviously, with your musical background. Well, I mean, I mean, the, the music obviously is is intrinsic to it. But no, I mean, I uh, obviously, I mean, that's I'm that was my era when I first <laughs> yeah, came yeah. to London. I was you know in the eighties, um, so. Uh, I mean, I you know I would suggest songs, and of course, there's you know there's a lot of there's we're into the second season now, so you know there's a lot of music in there. Yeah. So a lot of the th- songs that I loved are in the show. That's easy uh, listening for yeah. you. Oh god, yeah. So what can we expect from Bagpipes as a as a family man? He's got two kids. Yeah. What can we expect from him in season two? Well, season two is um, it, we see Bagpipes is in. Uh, He's in a bit of strife. He's in a kind of terrible sort of bind. He's very uh, worried, anxious, and stressed because um, in in series one, what we discover is that he is married to Kirsty. Now, Kirsty, they have a, a son, Dean, who's sort of a teenager, but they also have um, uh, a little girl, who's yeah. only, um, Melissa, who's only two or three. And she is clearly a mixed race. Um, yeah. And uh, so there's some, you know, Kirsty had an affair, basically. Yeah. She had an affair with um, a guy from Trinidad, Leon, and the result was Melissa. And then Bagpipes has taken on uh, Melissa as his own, as his own, and she he raises her as his own daughter. Mm. But there's a lot of, it creates a lot of tension between them, which they, it's unspoken tension throughout yeah. the whole first series. They can't talk about it. Every time Kirsty raises the subject, let's try and talk about it, he goes off fishing or tries to go to the pub or just can't cope with it in a typical blokish way. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, no, la, 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 it's not happening. And so in series two, he has to confront it. Okay. Because Leon shows up. Right. So Leon is back on the estate and he is around. And yeah. so um, there's a, actually a very, I mean, I won't give too much away, but what I, can, what I can say is that there's, there is a sort of, I, I thought it was a very, it was very realistic and quite a heartwarming and very funny moment. And that is that Bagpipes meets Leon. Yeah. You know? And this is obviously it's a huge deal for him because this is the father of the this girl that he's been raising yeah. his own daughter, and as he's you know and, and he's paranoid that he thinks well perhaps this you know Kirsty has residual feelings for him and yeah, you know yeah. is it, you know he's worried on so many levels and uh, and then he goes to meet him. And you know he thinks he's going to be some young dude, and you know he's he's going to be usurped, and all these terrible feelings yeah. are kind of come bubbling up. And he goes to meet him, and he sort of virtually the Trinidadian version of him. <laughs> <laughs> and not only uh, is he not as he thought he was going to be, they get on like a house yeah. on fire, you know, because you know, because she has similar tastes. Yeah. 
And so they sort of go on. So it's a kind of a very nice, like a little bit a little of a, twist. A, 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 a subversion of what you might imagine. Yeah. That sounds really nice. What, um, well, it sounds like a very difficult situation, actually. Yes. But it sounds like a nice conclusion to yeah. um, the situation. Um, how have you been able to kind of pull on your experiences as a dad and put them into bagpipes, the character? Well, certainly, um, you know, with the character of Dean, who's bagpipes and curses uh, teenage son, certainly, yes, with him, because he's a similar age to my son. Yeah. And Te- so teenager, right? He's a teenager, yeah. yeah. So You're in the thick of it. Oh, right in the thick <laughs> of it. So, so very, very... The similar kinds of things, you know, the kind... The, the same, you know, trajectory of, like, being just on the cusp of being sort of a kid who just, you know, he's got his toys and is a, very much a little boy. And then very quickly, almost, almost imperceptibly, they become young men. Yeah. And it's in that transition, you know. So they start to test boundaries. They start to want to go out. Yeah. They start to sort of, like, have their own friends, their own company, and they don't really want to hang out with Dad and yeah. all that. So there's there's very much a, there's there's that, uh, you know, there's elements of it which are very similar. Has your son watched the show? Yeah. Does, yeah, he, does he look at it, watch it, and kind of go, yeah, I've yeah, seen that face before. I've seen that. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think there's... He's looking at it and go, no, I can't see what, what's, what's similar with that. <laughs> it's like <laughs> me like playing a dad with a teenage boy. I don't know, well, what's similar to that? I don't, can't see it. Yeah. You know, in that sort of slightly tunnel vision way. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So other than the uh, the impressive leaf blower, um, spinny chair moment yes. that your, your son had. Oh, yeah. What's your proudest moment as a dad? <laughs> um... Do you know what? I think it's the fact that I I love the outdoors and always have done. And um, my mum and dad were very much into that, in camping, going out. And, yeah. And so very much, so, so since he was a little kid, we've always encouraged him to, you know, we all go camping, we go outdoorsy stuff. Me particularly, I love doing that, you know, going biking, cycling, camping and cooking and being self-reliant. Yeah. And, um... I think my proudest moment is seeing him being able to just embrace all of that mm. and put up a tent, light a stove and cook breakfast. Yeah. You know? And I just thought, yeah, you know, like part of me is thinking, oh, yeah, my work here is done. Yeah. Because you know, they're the in, skills he's learned from these are from skills that he's learned from me and I learned from my yeah. dad. So, that, you know, you sort of, you get a sense of continuity with that. But also I just think, yeah, you know what? You know, um, he's also now, he sees the, the advantage of that. He's kind of yeah. cool because other kids can't do that. You know, other kids can't put tents up and cook stove yeah. and breakfast and all that. It's interesting now because when my youngest is five and when, yeah. and my one of my fears when he was much younger, it's less now, is that he wouldn't like the things that I liked. Yeah. So, I, 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 you know, we go camping now and stuff and he's really into the outdoors yeah. and fire lighting and things. But yeah. I was terrified at the time that he wouldn't. He'd grow up and think, nah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, exactly. I think that's right, and I think that you know that one one of the sort of one of the obviously the I mean parenting generally is that you know you you want the, your kids to be to like the things you want to do, but you also you want to have their own them to have their own little path yeah. and their own interests, but also have learned something along the way. And yeah. that was that was a real moment. I just you know it was I thought, all oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. This, this has something sunk in. <laughs> so I guess linked to that, what would be the legacy you'd like to leave your kids? I think really 
just following on from that, and that is a, a sense of self-reliance mm. and a, and being able to look after yourself. Because, you know, life's tough. You don't know what's going to come around the corner. And uh, you want the kids to be as well-armed for anything that comes along. Not mm. well-armed, obviously. That's, <laughs> that's not literally well-armed. <laughs> well, I don't know. It might well, that way. I don't know. This, if it carries on the way it's going, yeah. But, I mean, but sorry, well-prepared probably yeah. is probably a better word, isn't it? Yeah. Um, to just be prepared for whatever life throws at you and be able to sort of be be reliant and things like that. Things Being able to do things like that gives you a great sense of achievement and yeah. self-reliance. And I think that's what, uh, for me anyway, that's what parenting should be about, is that it's it's hard, you know, letting go, but that's an, that's an, a, a totally, an in, a kind of absolutely... Um, a uh, crucial part of it. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know you're tight for time, so I just want to finish oh, yeah. on, on one question. What do you think? <laughs> um, which is... <laughs> I think you're going to die. <laughs> not that one. He's not got long. <laughs> oh, you probably... Well, I don't know. But we... Um, a lot of kind of, you know, we talk about the hardships of parenting and being yeah. a dad. And I just... It's something that we found is really comforting for our listeners is to know kind of that other dads also find things difficult. So what would be the hardest thing that you've... Had to face, or had to deal with as a, as a dad. Uh, well, the hardest thing, obviously, is is uh, for for I guess discipline is hard. Being tough and um, you know setting boundaries and all those things because it's it's hard. You know, like mm. I mean, I know. You know, I mean, part of me is a kid still, and I want to stay up and play video games yeah. and just muck about and get the not, leaf blower out. Just get the leaf blower out and <laughs> spin around on an office chair. I want to do that, <laughs> but you can't. You have to. You have to sort of be the dad. You have to be a parent as well as being a friend or a, yeah. or a mate. And it's hard sometimes because a lot of what we do is like we go off camping, mountain biking, paddleboarding, yeah. scuba diving. You know. Whatever, like the latest thing we've got into is skydiving, which is just wow. like, oh, it's just How old fantastic. He's 15. Wow, and he's skydiving. Yeah, it's, you can't do it in the UK until you're 16. Yeah. So we do it in Australia, where it's wow. the age is 12. Australia's, yeah, you'll be right. Just jump out. <laughs> the bike behind you will pull the parachute. Yeah, you just enjoy yourself. But yeah. here, it's much more stringent, as you can imagine. Um, so things like that, the fun things, but then separating the fun things from the kind of, the, the sort of discipline and the kind of order that yeah. you have to keep. That's the hard bit. And actually saying, no, you can't have, you can't have that. And, and actually restricting things and saying, no, you can't have this, you can't have that. Because obviously as a parent, you want your kids to have as much as you yeah. can give them. But actually maybe you're sometimes doing them a disservice by that. You yeah. have to sort of... I remember when I was a kid, you know, I I wanted a guitar. And I'm sure my mum and dad would have bought me a guitar. But they they said, well, you know, guitars. Yeah. You know, kind of cost pricing. Yeah. So I the saved up. I worked it. in a pub and yeah. saved up and saved up the money and bought it. And then felt a tremendous sense of achievement. Yeah. That. Also, that the, was, you value it a lot more. You value it. Yeah. I kept that. I still got it. Yeah. But it still. would have been easy just to go, yeah, have one. Yeah, here's one. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been in those moments where you um where you where your kids done something they shouldn't have done, but you find it hilarious, but obviously yes. you need to yeah. <laughs> you need to discipline. Them. That's right. Of course. Of course. I mean that happens, you know. The bit of back chat at school, yeah. you know, like you know, getting into trouble with teachers and you know and you're like, well, I would have said the going, same thing. Well, actually, you know, that's quite funny what you said, but no, you mustn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's hard as yeah. well, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
So, um, but anyway, yeah, yeah, it's tough. There's always things like that, and then particularly now, teenage years, uh, there's, there's, it just comes at you, you know, thick and fast. It's all happening, yeah. you know, every. Uh, every week, almost every month, there's some challenge, a new thing, more work, there's more pressure at school, you know, he's coming up to GCSE, so there's a lot more homework, yeah. a lot more work. Um, and uh, there's all kinds of things like that to sort of to factor in, as well as trying to sort of, you know, still you know, have fun and, yeah, and enjoy being a kid. Because I just think it's tough, you know, it's hard. They get worked you're not, hard. You're they? not kids for long. No. You know, you know, I mean, really, you're not. You know, it's in, in the wider scheme of things. And sometimes I do think they work them too hard. There's too much going on. There's yeah. too much homework. They should be just be fun. You know, like jumping up and down on the bed is the yeah. laugh. You know, going outside, running around in the woods, you know, yeah. just making climbing a trees. fire, climbing yeah. trees. That sort of thing is part of childhood. So there's got to be time for that as well. Yeah, 100% couldn't agree more. Hmm. Well, thank you very much for uh, for joining us today. Okay. I can't have my, my stepson. He's, he's coming up to 15. He yeah. cannot listen to this episode now because he'll be asking for a ticket to Australia yeah. so we can do a sky he's desperate to I know that's right <laughs> yeah no, I know in wait. New Zealand there's no minimum age limit you know <laughs> for anything for anything no New Zealand do what you want oh, that's right okay bro <laughs> he's a baby choice that'll be fine <laughs> but he's a baby no strap him on he'll be fine he'll be alright make sure he's wearing goggles yeah fine. yeah yeah so uh, yeah so 16 on his 16th birthday we're going for a skydive in the UK yeah. legally Wow, do you, do you still do tandems or? Do you, I do, yeah. I've yeah. done, I've done three now, so I'm wow. an old hand. Yeah, I just, uh, I love it. It's most amazing. I did one, and and I always thought that the the first one's probably easier than the second one because you don't know what to expect on the first one. So no, the like, first, ah, first one's really no, the, the first one's really hard. First one's terrifying okay. because uh, you know I found it because it, partly because of all the sledging in Australia. You know, you get yeah. up the plane, you still want to do it. You know how to bail out. You're not scared. <laughs> No. <laughs> you sure? You can stop if you want. No. You know, and then you jump out. And I made a terrible error because I got in the plane with with my son and um, and one other person. And I said, oh, let them go first. I'll, they, they'll jump out and then I'll jump out after. And of course, we got in the plane and then we all turned around the other way. So then I was the first the out. First one. So that was that backfired horribly. <laughs> so then, you know, but we done uh, we did the second one in Australia and then we just did this one recently now in the summer. Yeah. And by now, you, you know what to expect. You know the kind of adrenaline rush, yeah. the heart-stopping fear that kind of grips you just the seconds yeah. before you There's jump out. There's nothing like it. Nothing There's nothing like it. it. I don't think there is. It doesn't like your whole brain just shuts down for yeah. a second. It's yeah. a, it's an amazing experience. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as I say, thank you so much for yeah. giving up your time to join us on Don't Tell Your Mum. Yes. It's been a pleasure. Thanks. And um, when's the new season out? Uh, it's um, October the 16th, I'm just saying off the top of my Somewhere head. Somewhere. Something like yeah, that, there. yeah. Yeah, fabulous. Well, yeah, if you haven't listened, um, if you haven't watched, then you definitely need to uh, to check it out when, it's, when it comes out. Sure. Thank you very much. Okie dokie. So we're going to talk about how to, yeah, we need deep breaths, uh, how to teach good eating habits and healthy routines to your children. So we're talking stuff like diet, brushing teeth, picky eaters, exercising, sleeping, washing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's start with, from my point of view, let's talk about brushing teeth, first of all. What, the fact that you don't? Well, no, I, no I'm, I'm kind of okay at brushing my teeth. No, um, not your teeth. <laughs> kids' teeth. I've learned how to do it. I can really get to the back te teeth. I'm, I'm quite proud of myself, yeah. actually. Um, so, brushing... My, my wife is regimental when it comes to brushing teeth. And it's probably going to work out for the best because she has the best teeth in the world, never had a filling, 
She's got phenomenal really? teeth. Really? She's never yeah. had a filling? And she used mm. to, even as a kid, she remembers her parents being regimental and she was exactly the same. So she'd always, she's one of those that might brush her teeth anywhere from three to five times a day. She's one of those, okay? Which is good. It's good. I'm not like that at all, as you can tell with my nice yellow teeth. So, when it comes to the kids, Noah now is brushing his teeth properly. Four years old, it's 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 thorough now. Luna, two years old, not so much. Bottom mum's more trying to get up to the top as a nightmare because she's biting down on the toothbrush. That sort of thing. Closing her mouth and you're trying to get in there. Bit of that sort of stuff. However, if let's say Charlie's gone out on a night out and I'm bathing the kids and I think, do you know, they haven't eaten anything for a bit. Oh, do you know, they're tired. Just rinse with bath water. Just, yeah, I, I reckon we can just go to bed, can't we? That's fine. I can just wet the brush and pretend it's me. <laughs> Lie <laughs> to your wife. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Noah, the little... Sh- dobs you in. Yeah. Yeah. Luna, if she dobs me in, it's still fine because the likelihood is she's just Yeah, you can nonsense. outwit a two-year-old. I can outwit a two-year-old. Four-year-old, no, no four, chance. T- tricky. <laughs> Really tricky, <laughs> and and like but like we've said before, you know, kids are honest. Usually they're honest. They've got no reason to lie, and he is. Um, Noah, has Daddy done your teeth? No, Mummy. Jay, have you done his teeth? I did his teeth, babe. I've done them. He's told me he, that you didn't, and he wouldn't lie. You're right. I haven't done them. He's dobbing me in now. <laughs> He's setting you up, mate. What does Noah do? His does Noah do his teeth? Does Noah do his own teeth? <laughs> does he do his own teeth? Uh, he starts his own teeth, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, actually, I'm not... To be honest with you, when I'm sort of doing the tail end of it, mm. he's done a really good job. What What are your thoughts on the uh, the brushing aids? Like, there's an app, I think it's called Playbrush. No, bollocks to that. And, like, it, it like, tells you where you've brushed, it tells no. the adults where you've brushed. You can also get points for how long you brush for. and no. Try and incentivise all this stuff. You think it's good then, do you? No. No. I'll tell you why I don't think it's good. Because I feel like children need to learn what's good for them because it's good for them. Mm. Not because they're getting points, not because they're going to get a reward, not because they're going to get treats, because it's good for them. It's good for you kids. Brush your teeth because when you get to your dad's age, you don't want teeth like his. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So I'm not into that. And and like Jen's into um, electric toothbrush. Never been into electric toothbrush. Me neither. They're making nose itch. I mean, really mm. itch. Yeah. But also, I have a I'm very... I'm stopping all the time. I have a very fast movement. I can tell. Cool. <laughs> you get it done quickly, don't you? Yeah. So I reckon I, I reckon those fast brushes, they, they're... You know when they say spins 60 times in a minute or something? You reckon you can beat it? I, well, I reckon Challenge I'm up, for next I week's I'm podcast. I reckon I'm up there. <laughs> How do we do it? Yeah. Do you, do, do you go for a firm brush? I do, yeah. I do as well. But my gums bleed. My gums bleed every time I brush. Yeah, that's not good. They shouldn't be really? bleeding. No, that that's Stay not a good. A little bit there. No, that you're, same bit. You're, yeah, it's a floss you, more. you should be floss. That's that's not good mm. if they bleed. It's been done for like fifteen years. That's that's not that's really not good. Oh. <laughs> you should probably maybe get a lighter toothbrush or get one of those electric ones. They should. Yeah, I do brush hard. It's because there's some electric ones which which glow red. A red light comes on when you're pressing too hard. Oh come so on! So that's people. what you probably need. Everything is served, being served on a silver platter for us all nowadays, isn't it? Okay, so brushing teeth, but still, can you get Ted and Isla to brush their teeth all right? Yeah, yeah, they brush their teeth fine. So that's like all good. Ted's, I, I'll do most of Ted's. Isla does most of hers. 
and I'll do most of Ted's, but he will like he'd like no, he'll start his off teeth off, and then I'll just sort of finish up. If you've got a little one that's uh, that doesn't like their teeth being brushed, I've got a little tip for you. If you get them, so for me, I just pick Luna up, put her on my left leg. So mm. I've sat down, she sat on my left leg. I get my hand round here, put it on the uh, the top of her forehead, yeah. and brush like that because you've kind of got them in a vice. Yeah, and then. Yeah. They kind of go, and Luna's all right. Move. Yeah. yeah, we. Oh, this is sad. We. Well, it's not sad, but we're digressing. Can I digress? Yeah. We got. Um. We gave Ted the, um, chickenpox vaccination the other day. Right. And I had to hold him in a similar way. He was yeah. really good. Like for thirty seconds, he was upset. Other than that, he was absolutely fine. But I had to hold him in advice like that. But that's an interesting thing because most people are just like, ah, everyone has chickenpox. Let's just let them have it. Yeah. But there is a vaccination to stop you having chickenpox. Oh, you went for it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Is that cover? Do we cover that no, in this bit here? Not vaccination. Oh, that is fascinating. We can, oh, we can talk about that in a minute. Yeah. We sure. should get back. We can talk to talk about it in another episode. Yeah. Because I remember seeing um, there was a family that I watched on TV the other day that don't have any vaccinations. Well, it's big in the news now, and apparently some schools are wanting to make it compulsory because the whole this whole herd immunisation immunisation yeah that we're all immunised is completely flawed if there's one child who's not immunised. Yeah. So what you're saying is by not vaccinating your child, you're putting at risk all the others. That's that's the argument. Maybe we should come back to this in another it's episode. It's a very big one. Well, maybe we should try and get an expert on to chat yes. about it. We need to do a bit my more brother, My brother, he's a scientist. Oh, is he? Yeah. You just love getting him on because he's a scientist. Yes. All right, we'll try that. Right, we're done brushing teeth. Um, let's talk about picky eaters. Yeah, well, you, you didn't know Noah only at beige. No, beige carbs. That was his diet. He's actually a bit better now. He'll do, so he'll eat the avocado. He'll eat, um, what other stuff will he eat? He'll eat, like, he does a lot of pesto now. Um, he does broccoli. He likes broccoli. Um, cauliflower he'll have. Ch- Charlie does this really nice sort of honey sort of bang-bang cauliflower and thing, but not too hot. Honey bang-bang? You know, like, but it's glazed in honey and it's got that bang-bang flavour, but not, you know. You know, you know bang-bang chicken, bang-bang cauliflower? You do? No, I don't. Oh, you, 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 mate, you haven't tasted the dream. Yeah. Well, honey bang bang sounds nice. It's lovely. So he'll eat all that. Um, yeah, he's getting a lot better. What I don't like, what I'll tell you what fussy eating, I don't mind them being fussy in terms of I don't like that and I don't like that, but I do like that and I do like that. That's fine. I can handle that. What I can't handle is the fussiness where yesterday he ate this pepperoni yeah. pizza and today I've cooked pepperoni pizza and he doesn't like it. Yeah. That. No time for. Do you know what I've found? I think that maybe quite a few of us are guilty of this at the dinner table. So you've seen me eat. I'm a fast eater. I don't really enjoy food. It's a necessity. I'll just try and get it done as quickly as possible and then do whatever I need to do next. And this is this is like, I think this stems from the playground at school where I just wanted to get outside and play football. Mm-hmm. So I just eat as quickly. And I did that at home. I'd eat, 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 and then I'd just go and play on the farm. Well, because I grew up on a farm. And I think that's why I'm Do you know, like, you, you tell us you've grown up on a farm every episode. But, but <laughs> I'm, this is therapy for me. I know where all my problems are stemming from. That yeah. frigging farm. Yeah. I think that's becoming yeah. very clear. But my point is, is that but Charlie eats slowly. She complains that I eat too fast. But I noticed the other day that we'd finished all our food. So me and Charlie had finished. I think Luna had finished. She was on giraffe. And... Um, Noah was still picking away and we were like, no, you're finished now. He was like, no, 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 no. We realised that if you leave food, yeah. you let you leave him to eat for a while. He'll eat it. He'll eat it. Yeah. And that's the, I think this is the problem. And, and I, I, my advice would be if you think you've got someone that doesn't eat much or something, just leave the plate hanging around yeah. for a bit because they'll come back and grace. That's yeah. what I'm noticing more. 
Yeah, that, that's an interesting tip, actually. On that, on that subject of eating quickly, mm. I eat quickly, just like you, yeah. but because I love food, so yeah. the opposite way. You want more. Wolf it down. And Jen started saying to me, Al, when, when you're out, <laughs> you cannot eat like that because there will be occasions where I would like sat around with people and I'm completely finished and like they're just sort of tucking in and then, then you're just sitting there like... <laughs> uh, I know, but then you can go and get a beer. Well, well, yeah. But the, the other day I was at this, um, I was at a Facebook event. I was actually speaking at it. Very posh. And, uh, and I was in this really long table and I sat at the head of it. I don't know why I was at the head of it, but there was these two guys next to me. One was like an executive of one of the massive ad agencies in London. And one of the other guys was a Facebook uh, employee who looked after all of these heads of on their accounts. Anyway, um, I was eating and Jen was like, literally the last thing she said to me was, don't eat too quick. So then I'm eating like really slowly. It's like rice, like one grain at a time. I go like looking really, yeah, yeah, it's oh, interesting. Yeah, mm, you're yes, saying, yeah, yeah, advertising this. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, this yes. grain of rice is mm, lovely. Portal, you say, portal. Oh, anyway, yes. then he starts um, talking, and I'm just so conscious about I'm eating, not listening to a word he's saying, <laughs> because I'm trying to just not eat fast. <laughs> So you're better off eating fast and listening than you are eating slow and not listening. I'm even at a point now where I'm sort of thinking about just saying to someone, look, can we just eat and then talk? (laughs) (laughs) Race you. I only need a couple of minutes and then then I'm all yours. My undivided attention. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I might as well just put, play yeah. all my cards on the table. Like, see it? Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. Right, I'm done. And go. <laughs> I genuinely feel like got me. I should just, I think that's a better way of approaching things rather than pretending. And then it's cold and I'm not really enjoying it. And I'm not listening to him and everyone's pissed off. <laughs> okay, uh, right. So brushing teeth, we're done. Picky eating. We've kind of touched on that. Let's go... Um, exercising. Now, I, I'm genuinely... Surely it makes sense... Exercise your kids, they'll sleep better. That's, that's always been my theory. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are this chair's breaking. Need, need, need to do the exercise because <laughs> you've just broken yeah, that chair. I do, actually. <laughs> I have started playing football. I think, that, I think that, number one, this example, I think that when Ted, when Jen says, oh, mummy's going to the gym because I want to get fit, I want to be able to play with you, um, he, he sees that as a good thing. Mm. So I think that's one number one. This example is a really good thing to do. I also think that, it, I think wearing them out, not young, but now Ted's five and upwards, I think the more active they are oh, in the day, pace, though, the more yeah. they'll that sleep. They're in pace, yeah. Um, but I also think that sometimes you don't have to do, like, we're, just open the back door. Yep. Let him go out and, you know, he's exercising. Potter. Yeah, he's exercising his mind, he's exercising his muscles, he's doing a bit of climbing, he's perhaps running up and down the garden a bit, you know, that's going on a scoot. Let's go Did to you know I used to, work, I used to live on a farm? Did you know that? I hadn't heard yeah, that Yeah, that's what happened to me. They opened the back door and I'd have 250 acres to play on. <laughs> and nine dogs. See you tomorrow. How many cats? Your cat expert. Oh, we had shitloads of cats. Yeah. We had probably about 30. We never fed them. They were in the barns. Yeah, they just sort of... And they all slept with each other. Get mice. Yeah, they were just like... they were like mm. We called them pygmy cats and they were pest yeah. control. See, that's what I say to Jen. We, let's not, we don't need to feed this cat. Well, no, you probably do because it's a, it's a house cat. Well, it spends a lot of time outside. This, this, because I lock the cat flap. <laughs> You are, you are a such joke. a git. It's a joke. It's a semi-joke. Uh, it's not always true. Who was that old school? Um, what, what was that? No, I'm not going to say that because it'll, it'll make me sound very old. Uh, yeah, yeah, exercise. I definitely agree with that. Let's talk about um, washing. Routines, washing for children. Do you need to wash kids regularly? Uh, now, I have this discussion, not argument. I have this discussion 
uh, with my wife quite a few times. And she will always say, I'm like, do we need to bath the kids tonight? Can we just not give them a bit of a wash? And then she'll say, Jay, it's just because you're being lazy. You know the routine. So routine is very important. You know the routine. But no, I don't think I'd go every other day. And also it's saving the planet because we have baths. Yeah. Our kid, my kids don't like showers at the moment. Well, Noah would, Luna wouldn't. Yeah. And also it's a bit dangerous. I think kids in showers, it's a bit, we've got taps near our shower mm. and we're one of those over a bath. Oh, yeah. So it's just not for us at the moment. But um, no, I'd go alternate. I think a good, good squatty wash will do the trick. Yeah. Face first, obviously, flannel. Face, body, bits. Yeah. Done. See, I don't think kids get that. Obviously, they're playing in the mud. Yeah, wash them. But from day to day, they don't get, they don't sweat like no. we do. Well, like you do. What about, um, <laughs> what about, oh, I, don't, I washed this morning, you cheeky kid. What about, um, I think sometimes though, germs. Is that a thing? I I like to I like to rephrase the term germs mm. as immune system boosters. Okay, and yeah. I think I'm just flipping it there. Right. I think that if they have more germs now, they will contract less disease and bugs later. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, just fine for it. But I, the the only thing about washing every night is that I do think that helps with the sleeping routine and the bedtime routine. Yeah. So it's not I'm not actually bathing him to wash him, I'm bathing him to tell himself, his brain and his mind that I'm in a warm bath, I'm relaxing, I'm having some downtime, yeah. I'm then going to get out, do my teeth, have a story, go to bed. Yeah, but my kid, Luna never sleeps anyway. So she well, has that every yeah, night and she still doesn't sleep. Maybe it's because she doesn't bath every night. Well, exactly. Maybe we need to not bath her every night and let's see where that goes. You said you don't bath her every night. No, we do. Oh, because Charlie, I you don't want I to. I, I'd rather go every other yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Interestingly, that most people in the Dad's Net on this topic about how you get, how you instill healthy habits and healthy routines, everyone is just saying about being an example. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Common sense. Yeah. Oh, and the Dougie toothbrushing song. That's why um, isn't there that film, um, The Water Boy? And someone says, "Why are alligators incredibly aggressive?" And someone says, because they've got all those teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> That's an Adam Sandler classic. <laughs> oh, um, the, other, the other one on the list was sleeping, but I think we've covered that as well, haven't we? Oh, I don't think I can talk about sleeping any, no more. anymore. <laughs> it's when you go to a party. Let's just... And, let's just oh, go on. It's when go you on. go to a party and uh, they know you've got kids and they've got kids and you're just waiting for the person to say, how old are your kids? Well, one's two now and the other one's four, right? You know, you're youngest, yeah. I know what's coming next. How do they sleep? Yeah. What does yeah. it matter? Yeah. Can't you tell by the huge swollen <laughs> like, even eyes? Even if mine slept, it doesn't mean that yours does. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, yeah, true, true. I think they're just looking for uh, strength in numbers. I think it is, or they're just Solace trying to find that. They're, they're, they're thinking that there might be one way that can solve all problems. Yeah. I always say, get a red light. Go and get a red light. That's my go-to. Yeah. Put a red light and lavender. You're sorted. Red light and lavender. I might try that for myself. Done. Yeah. Um, well, let's recommend the, uh, the book of the week. Funnily enough, I knew the last... Last week's author. I also know this week's author, Emily. Oh, look at you. Emily who's, Leary. Who's a, Emily Leary then? She's a mama blogger. Mm. Um, has been for a long time. Um, but she does, she specialises in a lot of food and recipes and things like that. So she, her book is called Get Your Kids to Eat Anything by Emily Leary. Uh, Get Your Kids to Eat Anything is an achievable how-to for parents in the battle to overcome picky eating and make new the norm. Emily Leary's unique five-phase program looks at the issue of fussy eating in a holistic way that links imagination with food and which situates 
parents alongside, not in opposition to their children. Mm. What I quite like about this whole world now is that anyone can be a blogger and anyone can be a, um, an author and whatever else. But that's quite a nice part because anyone can do it. So it's not like we've got one guru who's imparting yeah. this knowledge. It's, she's actually been there and she's actually done it and this is what worked for her. And you know, do you know what I mean? It's, it's comforting from someone who has been there and done it. And I know Emily and she's she has been there and she has done it. So it's worth a read. Um, also we're on the subject, Kids Cooking and Baking Set by Baking Wizards. So this is one of these uh, products which is quite nice. Now, um, my, my son loves baking with mum. He loves baking with his mummy. Um, and... I, it's quite, for me, it's a real nice sort of sight, an old-fashioned sight when you see a table from the dining room in the kitchen mm. and they're standing on it with an apron yeah. and there's flour everywhere. It's such an, like a, you, you'll see that w whatever year you lived in, yeah. you'll see that anyway. Yeah, nice. So this is really nice. Kids cooking and baking set by Baking Wizards. It's the perfect present all year round. Christmas, Easter, birthdays. Comes in a top-rated gift box with a unique bright coloured utensils. Bake with real kid-sized kitchen tools to become a future junior master chef. Also, bake fairy cupcakes, cookies, birthday cake, pizzas, and more. And both of those, the book and the cooking set, the baking set, they're available on Amazon, but there's also links in the podcast description. So, fire up the link, take you right to it. That's it for this week's podcast. Um, of course, there'll be another podcast next week. How would you? How would you get that podcast? You can get it anywhere you like, pretty much. Right. Uh, it's on Global Player, but also wherever you usually get your podcasts from. And wherever you do get your podcasts from, make sure you subscribe, make sure you rate us, give us a little review, because I love reading them, especially for the ones that are good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, oh whilst, before we go quickly, um, uh, I think I think my wife did something on Instagram about our podcast, saying, I listen to these guys, it's really good, if you're a dad, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and I looked at a few of the comments underneath. There are a lot of mums that listen to this podcast. Really? I mean a lot of mums. Ah. Yeah, lots. Hey mums! And a couple of them, I know, I know, I don't want to be bitchy, but a couple of them saying that, that this is so refreshing compared to mum podcasts. We, we, we love this. We love, I think it's because we're sometimes brutally and disgustingly honest. Get in. Yes. That's the right way. And don't forget, if you wanted to come and watch the podcast live, you can do it at The Baby mm. Show, which is on the 20th of October 2019 at 1.15. Tickets from thebabyshow.com. Uh, and we have a discount code, which we'll share in the description. Uh, until the next one, goodbye. The country and Western last week. Yeah. What sure. could we do what this is. week? Could you do mm. kids TV goodbye? Goodbye, folks. How was that? <laughs> Shit. See ya. <laughs>